0: Alrighty then, welcome to a special episode of Restoring Your Voice. I know this is airing on a Friday, but since Roe versus Wade has been overturned, this is way too important not to talk about. So stay tuned. Want to be a radical for Jesus, you want to use your voice for the glory of God, well, then this is a show for you. And I'm gonna help you do just that. So, welcome to the show. All righty, then, welcome to this very special episode of Restoring Your Voice. I'm so glad that you could join us. Praise God. Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Hallelujah. Life life matters amen but before we get started hey would you consider supporting this show right if this is a blessing too would you consider blessing us back if, if you can if you would love to hey, there's three, three ways that you can do it down in the description and at this little ticker at the bottom is telling you how as well but you can click on the links below all right and uh, cash App venmo or paypal all right all the information is also ticking down below for you all right i endeavor to do this uh, keep all of my content that I put out Free for you because I don't think it should be uh, Hindered by cost of money but it's not free For me to do uh, so appreciate Any amounts you can give uh, So thank you and God bless you for that Hey real quick as well don't Forget to hit that thumbs up button all right Share this most importantly All right comment 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 As much as possible as well all right Every interaction drives Up the analytics and this is too Important of a message not to get Out there all right so even if you're watching the replay, hey, you can drop your thoughts still in the comment section. All right. I love reading the comments. All right. Keep them civil. However, that's all I ask. All right. So, and also, um, hey, you can ask your questions of me on the subject right in the chat. And I'll be answering them live. I won't be answering them later on. All right. Just during this live broadcast. That's why you have to catch these live broadcasts. So if you watch this later on, you can miss out. The normally this is 4.30 p.m. Central. But however, like I said today, Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Praise God. Praise God. Life. All right. For for decades there have been many who have been fighting the good fight of faith. All right. Um, people like uh, Reverend Patrick Mahoney. All right. So if you ever see this guy, uh, go give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, he's always out there fighting for life outside the Supreme Court steps. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, this is a fight for life. This is I would have to say the most important decision uh, that has been made in decades, um, uh, you know, since since the inception and legalization of abortion federally across the line. Now, if you don't know, um, the the fight to be able to murder a baby, that's what abortion is. Let's just put it on the table. is to murder a baby. All right, this started way back in uh, New York State, became the first state to legalize abortion. And then... Um, Eventually Roe versus Wade And became illegal to murder a baby So um, some people I think some people talked about I saw a stupid headline today about um, The protection for abortion has been lifted No, 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 no When when Roe versus Wade Came into being When it went before the Supreme Court And the Supreme Court ruled in favor of abortion all right, The protection For a baby's life Was lifted that's what really happened. Okay, that's what really happened. However, like I said, praise the Lord that this has now been overturned. Okay, now what does this mean? What now? What right? I guess that's the big question because many, many may be under the misconception that well, now abortion is going to be illegal. Um, no, it's not true. Now this goes to the states. All right now, the states have uh, they're making de- they're going to make the decision. Right, it's up to each state to choose. So that means the fight is not over yet. All right. The fight of faith. Right. We're talking about a spiritual battle now. Right. And the fight of faith uh, continues. It's, this this, is what happens now. This is not over yet. Now, praise God. There have been uh, states like here in Texas who decided that, you know what? Abortion is wrong. The, the, the To take a life unjustly, to murder in any degree is wrong so praise god that texas uh led the way in this right and um i and others have been uh saying this message probably i think a year two years now we, we've been talking about how that the states could make make their decision that that righteous governors right i know some people no politician is righteous okay that's your opinion righteous governors righteous leaders of the land could make the decision to overturn abortion now it didn't go over well here in texas but but the federal government didn't step in right we talked about this and and, you know i this 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 decision praise god um is is monumental monumental in many ways i know we just uh uh june 19th or juneteenth um just passed We celebrated the emancipate uh, the emancipation proclamation and obviously that being brought here to texas and so praise god we just celebrated that now we get to celebrate the emancipation proclamation for life amen but the fight doesn't stop here all right we we can't give up now all right we can't let our guard down we can't put down uh our swords of the spirit okay because now like i said this goes back to states so the fight continues, and there are steps that we can take, right? Very practical steps, because, you know, this may, you may be watching this, you may be listening to this on audio podcasts later on. You may think to yourself, well, what can I do, right? I'm just an individual, just just a regular Joe. Well, let me tell you what, if you're a Christian, you, right, there's nothing regular about you, right? You're supernatural. You're supernaturally empowered. Each and every single believer is supernaturally Empowered right the Bible says that That we and we are seated With Christ right at the Right hand of God that means we are Positionally situated With spiritual authority amen Let me say that one more time for you Alright we are situationally Seated Right, that is Where our authority comes from heaven right The Lord of Lords And the King of Kings amen So Here we go So what can we do well first and foremost you may say well what can i do maybe you're housebound right maybe you're sick infirm, whatever well praise praise god because we you can still do something right and we all need to do this by the way prayer we continue on pressing on about this issue in prayer that abortion would be overturned in every single state across this nation and you say well what's the chance of that happening well don't look at with, with natural eyes right and I'm not saying something prophetically, but I am, as in, as in a future event, but I am speaking prophetically, right? I am a prophet, right? I am speaking prophetically about what we need to do, right? I know people say, well, everybody thinks, quote, unquote, the, the gift of prophecy means uh, foretelling when really it's more forth what's on God's heart. And believe me. Just based off of the word of God alone That God hates the shedding of innocent blood. That's what the word of God tells us and We the power of prayer my friends Right. We, we often water down we often undermine it if you will. Oh, well, it's just prayer. Have you heard that? I've heard it It's just prayer. Let my friend tell you friends. It's not just prayer Every great move of God that's ever happened to include a great move of God in this nation Right, the different great awakenings, the different revivals, right? And so not just this nation, the first and second great awakening, right? But you you <clears throat> point to any revival that's ever happened, right? The Hebrides revival, the Welsh revival, whatever it may be, started with prayer, right? People like Charles Finney, for instance, right? One of the great circuit riders of the second great awakening. He didn't start out there. He started off in the prayer closet, right? Now, when I say closet, it doesn't mean the literal closet, right? Let's not get legal here. But where each and every single one of us goes to have our private time with God, which is essential for every Christian, that we can do. We can take it before God, right? We can plead before God, right? We can listen, right? Because prayer is more of, more than just about speaking right it's just as much if not more about listening to god right how many times do you you read in the bible where people pray to god and they received an answer they they listened they asked questions right you can read uh what's called the minor prophets at times uh um zechariah inquired what does this mean what does this mean he, he listened. So when we cry out to God, right, specifically about abortion, about murdering babies, let's ask Him, what do you want me to do, God? How can I help? He may pray more. If you are a preacher, I urge you this Sunday, I'm calling every pastor, everybody who's preaching this Sunday. I'm calling on a national. Day this Sunday To preach against abortion No matter where you live State City Doesn't matter But under I feel under the unction of the Holy Spirit Every preacher That's right includes me To preach against abortion Now you may have in mind But I'm gonna have lost people in the congregation Well Church is not the place to win the lost Now if they If they do come to Christ in the church service, praise the Lord even more. But the church service is for the believers, right? We're supposed to go out there outside the doors to evangelize, to bring people into the church to be discipled, right? To spiritually mature them, to feed them, right? A lost person can't be fed. So don't worry about who's in your crowd. In fact, in fact I urge you, pastors out there or preachers and teachers, whatever, Stop worrying about what the people are going to think. Be more concerned about what God is going to think. Because I'm telling you right now, there's not been enough. There's not been enough messages from the pulpits in America on the subject of abortion. Now, many may say, well, that's political. And we don't get into politics. I'm not talking politics. I'm talking life versus death, right? I'm talking what the Bible commands is do not murder. Now many people say, oh, that's do not kill. No, it's do not murder, right? One of the Ten Commandments, do not murder. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Bible. You don't think this is important. Well, God certainly thought that this was very important, right? When he commanded the children of Israel to go in and kill the Canaanites, why because one of the things that they were doing was sacrificing babies and that's exactly what abortion is all right no matter how you try to slice this pie right what it comes out is as the shedding of innocent blood murder right well you may say well people aren't sacrificing it to Molech well sacrificing that baby still you're sacrificing that baby, one, to sin, right? To sin, right? And I'm not talking to everybody across the board, so hear my heart on this, right? Don't jump, don't jump to conclusions now. Don't do that. Don't make assumptions, because you know what happens when we assume. So for those of you, I'm talking to those, specifically, talking about those, specifically, right, who who just want to have sex outside of marriage, right? Right? and so they sacrifice that baby to sin they they sacrifice that baby on the altar of self right not selfishness but selflessness this this is this is what they do all right this is this is what they do they sacrifice a baby on the altar of sexual immorality. When when a person decides I can go have sex outside the confines of what God defines as biblical sex, when that happens, a person sacrifices that baby on the altar of sexual immorality. This very same sin that God punished the Canaanites for, sexual immorality. Sexual morality and sacrificing babies—the two sins that God, um, <clears throat> that God commanded the uh, Canaanites to be killed for. Right, it wasn't because they were wearing mixed fabrics, it wasn't because they were trimming their beards, it wasn't because they were eating pork or shellfish. It was because of sexual morality. And sacrificing babies That's why That That's why You don't believe me Well uh, Let me tell you Let me show you In the Bible Right Because you say Well brother You're just talking from the Whatever uh, Alright let, let, let me bring up to you A couple chapters From uh, Leviticus So if you want to Turn to your Bible But I'm going to bring it up On the screen in a second here I'm going to share my screen with you. Let me, let me share it real quickly. So if you're listening to this audio podcast, well, you're missing out. All right. So let's go to Leviticus. Let's go to the Bible. The very word of God. Now you may say, well, you know, that's the old Testament. No, it's the Bible. All right. It's Just as much as part of the Bible as anything today. All right. New Testament, old Testament. So we have here in Leviticus 18 on your screen. Let me, uh, let me see. I'm looking at it on my screen. So it might be too small. Let me, uh, Get a little bit bigger for you, right? So we have here a whole list of uh, things that God calls sexual morality, right? And relations with your mother, with uh father, sister, uh, pretty much anybody, not your wife or husband. That's, okay? So, so this is God's take on sexual morality. Not my take. I didn't say it. So so he goes through, you shall now we come down here, verse 21. Right? You shall not let any of your children be offered through the fire to Molech. And so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Right? So here it is. Here, here it is down here. Right here. For whoever shall commit any of these abominations. So sexual immorality, right? Summed up. You can read it for yourself. The right? murdering of babies. Those persons who commit them shall be cut off from among their people. Therefore you shall keep my ordinances that you do not commit any of these abominable customs which were committed before you so that you do not defile yourselves by them. I am the Lord your God. This is the Lord speaking, not me. I didn't say it. I'm just reading to you straight from scripture. Do not do it. And I I know sometimes we like to focus on the sin of, of homosexuality as the abomination, but that's not the only one. God is summing up sexual morality, period, the end. As an abomination, and including sacrificing children, which we have done in America, legally, legally, mind you, for far too long. For far too long. Richard, welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show. So glad you can be watching, brother. So, there we go. The Lord. This is this is the Lord speaking. So, let, let's go to, uh, let me scroll back up. Let me go to Leviticus chapter 20. This is what the Lord is saying. All right. Now, this is, um, let me go down here. Is it working? I'm trying to, no, it's not working right now for some reason. There we go. There we go. Technology. Love it. Anyway, so penalties for violating law, right? Right. It goes through some other things that, you know, I'm not going to talk about today mediums and everything. So by the way, if you're if you're into astrology and horoscopes and all that, you're wrong already. You're not a Christian, putting that up there. So again, again, God goes into different what he defines has never stopped, by the way. So I know people like to go out there and say, well, Jesus never spoke out against this stuff. Yeah, but it's never stopped. So once again, God is defining God is defining sexual morality sex outside of the confines of a biblically ordained marriage. Right? So, all these different ways, right? You shall not walk, wait, 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 what's this now? So, it says here, you shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my decrees and do them so that the land where I am bringing to you shall not vomit you out. Right? You shall not walk in the customs of the nation that I am driving out before you for they committed all these things and therefore I abhorred them. Talking about the nations, right? Canaanite, specifically in this context, right? This is where the, the, the children of Israel are going to go into the land to possess, right? So, right, you shall make it the clean and the unclean, right? Goes about that. So, this is what the Lord is commanding the children of Israel they're about to go into the land of Israel, they're about to take possession of the promised land. God is defining for them why they're getting punished. Now, by the way. If you if you go back to the book of Genesis, right, this is where this is where God he, he talks to Abraham about this, right, and he says he, he's going to wait for the sin of the Canaanites to come to fulfillment, and it's roughly 450 years God gave him to repent, right. So if we don't think so, all that to say, if we don't think that this overturning of abortion is important, or this overturning of Roe v. Wade is important, then I wonder, I wonder what your heart is. I wonder, I must question when you say you're a Christian and you have a heart for God. I must question that. I must I must just say, I don't think so. Because God is a lover of life, right? So this should spur you on on how to pray, right? This should spur you on perhaps that uh, you may need to cut some people off in your life. Right, these, these close-knit relationships you may have formed With people who Now I didn't say stop loving them So so like I said Don't assume what I'm going to say Next Cut them off Don't have close-knit relationships Make, Maybe time like, like look You're pro-death I'm pro-life We don't mesh I didn't say stop loving them right? I didn't say stop speaking to them But a close-knit relationship Is a no bueno in this case that may be influencing your thinking right like right? just like the what um the man in the white suit right who who gets his friend who's full of mud right his friend doesn't get clean the white suit gets muddy right i say stop preaching the gospel to them or speaking truth to them or cut them off completely from life but there's a, that's other things that we can do so what are practical things that we can do? If you have, by the way, any questions on the subject, my thoughts on this specific subject, let me know in the, in the comment section. Or if you have any practical ways of your that yourself, hey, in the comment section, put out your ideas. So I said prayer. Because everything, every move of God, every great move of God starts in prayer first. And like I said, the, the second thing I said, so make sure you share this. I'm calling on every pastor, every person preaching a sermon this coming Sunday to preach on this subject of abortion. We have been silent from the pulpits and across America for far too long. For far too long. It's time to step up. Man up. Yes, I'm using that term specifically, man up, because it should be only men preaching from the pulpits. Man up, man up, step up, be a man of God. Stop cowering to the opinions of people and speak against abortion this Sunday. And give your congregants, by the way, just don't tell them, well, God hates abortion. Give your congregation practical steps to take. I told you, this is not politics. This is about life versus death. This is what this is about. It's not about politics. Now, that does go into the next step, however, of what else we can do. Because like I said, because Roe versus Wade is overturned doesn't make abortion illegal. It just gives it over to the states to decide for themselves. And now, no longer does the federal government have a say of uh, whether or not a state can outlaw abortion. And praise God there are states doing that, even now. All right, Texas, we led the way first. But we need to press on Right We need to press on By uh, Being the squeaky wheel that gets the grease Right Just reading the comment here in pro-life Because we believe in folks Right Change the heart and change the person Amen Amen I'm going to put that up on the screen there Change the heart Change the person Love it Absolutely Absolutely so what else can we do, right? What we, what we need to do is contact our representatives. That's what they are. Congressman, Senator, right? They're our representatives. In other words, we voted them into office. They're supposed to represent us. And by the way, if you didn't vote them into office, well, that's fine. Contact them anyways, right? Look, it, it's too easy to go onto Google, right? To use this little device. Search up, contact, whatever. So at the state level, at the state level, contact your your congressmen and senators, right? Contact them. Contact your other representatives too. It doesn't matter the level, by the way. They could be representatives in your city, be representatives in your state. Contact them. Let them know your take on this and what you would like them to do, which is, outlaw abortion in the state, be the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Believe me, enough squeaky wheels, right, will get attention. Right. This is why I believe that Roe versus Wade was overturned. One of the reasons why was because people did not give up, and, and more people, and more people, and more people raised their voices. Until until it was impossible to ignore us, right? It was literally impossible, and something had to be done. Well, this continues with the states now. I don't know, you know, prophetically speaking, when this is something is going to happen in in regards. However, I'm telling you prophetically as well, what needs to be done, right? Contact your leaders. Don't. Let them alone. Don't let them off the hook, right? I would even urge you, urge you to be to speak to them, to get an appointment with them. I would urge you to do that, right? Don't, 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 don't let them off the hook. Like, I want to talk to you about this, okay? This is too important. This is too important not to do something about it, not to be fervent about it. So I hope so far I've presented practical steps. So let's review what I've said so far. Prayer, right? By the way, not just not just making petitions to God, but listening to Him, what He wants to tell you, solution-wise, what He wants you to do. It may it may be telling you to uh talk to your pastors about this. Maybe they're not honest. Right? Which leads into my next point that I re, that I said already is to every pastor preaching a message this Sunday preach about abortion pressure your pastor to preach on abortion this Sunday you have that right absolutely now I'm not telling you know you're evil and no be, be gracious about it but nonetheless contact them contact your church leadership. Right, your church should be ran by a plurality of elders, anyways. You're not one man top running the show. Contact them. Preach from the pulpit. Preach about this. Tell them it needs to happen. By God Almighty, it needs to happen. All right, and then contact your um, your your uh, politicians. All right. But Not only that At the state level Contact your representatives At the federal level Your congressmen Your senators Right At the federal level Because This can't stop And they need to pressure Protection for life They they need to speak about this Right In the halls of the senate In the halls of Congress They need to talk about Protecting life Right Instituting things that will protect life Instituting, now uh, How about this Uh, Money, right Money, money, money Right, we see a lot of money being This way And that way You know, this administration I swear they're run by trained monkeys You know We'll just throw money here. We'll throw money there. Like all of these things that don't need money thrown at. How about throwing money, throwing money for adoption towards that. There are a lot of people out, out there willing to adopt. However, um, it costs it cost a lot of money to adopt uh, a child. And there are many people willing to do that. And they have a heart. To do that, you have plenty of parents out there, uh, mothers or women who want to be mothers but are unable to bear children. But th- that doesn't mean they're unable to adopt. They want to adopt, but it costs money. Why don't we? Why don't you contact all of our representatives, state and federal level both, and have them pressure to uh, pressure their governments, whether federal or state, to enact um, measures and have a, a separate budget just for adoption how about that one there's a practical solution right I mean governments got budgets for a lot of things how many that actually life-saving toward humans I know okay well you know what what do they what do they call that type of energy Um, sustainable energy right let's throw up some wind farms some things like that oh that'll help no not really solar hey I like solar I got solar just because it saves me money but you know all that stuff is made somewhere in a factory that uses uh fossil fuels so why do we actually pressure to have a budget that actually saves lives how about that one how about that and how about this I, I I would pressure your state representatives right your governor to include all the way up to governor, by the way. How, how about this? Let's try, let's let's try this idea. Penalties for those who go out of state and come back to get abortion and got abortions, if that's found out. And you say, well, bro, that's going way too far. No, it's not, it's protecting life. Right? No different than in places who have the death penalty, right? Is there if somebody commits murder? Why don't we have that? For those who go out and get abortions why don't we have that i mean if they're a legal resident of said state then there should be able to be a state law enacted for that i mean think about this we have federal laws right so in other words say say david mcguire goes to germany right david mcguire does Something stupid over there will say, I don't know, uh, drugs. I come back, I can be prosecuted here. Are you you going with me here, right? Because I'm talking about now if I committed a crime in said country, I just picked Germany up because I lived there for a while. right? And I get in trouble there. I can come back here and get prosecuted because if federal law prohibits me from doing something over there and I come back, I can be prosecuted. Why can't we do the same thing with people who go out of state to get abortion, right? Because I know the argument out there about this, right? Well, the laws aren't going to stop. Well, obviously, we have laws against murder, but murder still happens. We have laws against gun violence, gun violence still happens. We have laws about a lot of things, you name it, laws against uh illicit drugs, laws against uh drunk driving, laws against you name it, it still happens. Why? Because the the heart is above the heart of man is wicked above all else who can know it, right? The heart of man is inclined toward evil all day long. That's why. But it doesn't doesn't mean we shouldn't enact a law. Against it, right? God knew mor- murder was going to happen. He didn't, that didn't stop God from saying, you shall not murder, right? God knows people are going to steal, but it didn't stop God from saying, you shall not steal, right? God knows people are going to have sex outside their marriage. It didn't stop him from saying, however, you shall not commit adultery, right? Because for all these things, this a stiff penalty. Which is God's death penalty in hell, the second death. So if God has a death penalty for stuff we do outside of the kingdom of heaven, and therefore we're prosecuted for it, which is the second death in hell, why do, why can't we push to have something like that done here? You know, so be if if, the, if if those people want to flee out of state and go live in another state, that's up to them but we doesn't mean we shouldn't allow and we, there shouldn't be stuff penalties for that. Now I don't get me wrong. I'm not lacking compassion or empathy. But I can't waffle on the subject of abortion. You shouldn't waffle on the subject either. You should be willing to step up and use your voice, which is this show is called by the way, restoring your voice. And that's why I knew I had to do an episode today. I had to do a show today, you know, outside of my normal times. I had to get this out. I couldn't, waffle. Well, it's too important not to talk about. This must be enacted. We, we must get better. We must do something about, it. ah, ha, ah, ah. ha. There we go. Yes, 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 I was just talking about that. So good question here from Richard. Thank you for asking the question, by the way. It says here, what do we do about illegal abortions? How do we combat this? Okay. Very good question, which I was just talking about. Right? We make stiff penalties. We make stiff penalties. So if there's those committing illegal abortions, right? if your state if your state um, uh, bans abortion, if they become a sanctuary state, then there should be the death penalty I'm just gonna put it like it is the death penalty for those who perform these abortions for one there should be a death penalty for those who go and get an abortion and you say brother but this is not Christian no but it is God 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 never stopped eye for an eye tooth for a tooth you talked mm-hmm. about don't take revenge believe me God it's still about justice god never never seized justice right this is not about revenge right this, this is about a righteous government spoken about in the bible right i know people love to read you shall obey the government is born by god it's talking about a righteous government right god appoints a righteous government to be his representative here on earth amen he points a righteous government and also to enact his vengeance. I know vengeance is mine, says the Lord. But that doesn't mean we we sit back and do nothing. No, I'm not talking about going out there and committing violence. Don't do that. That's not what I'm calling for. This is not what this is about at all. What this is about is, is by law. The government doing something about it all right so let me let me bring this up I'm gonna answer this question um biblically um so like I said once again thank you so much for uh answering uh, asking this I know uh sometimes people are afraid but um when you ask questions most times it's be- uh, other people have the same questions so let's bring this up on the screen give me a second here one day I'm going to get this down better okay so romans 13. Right now, I know when um, covet restrictions were en- enacted and all people loved this part. Um, and the first part right says, right, therefore, let every subject be <clears throat> um, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. Got it, and those that exist are appointed by God. So, we're talking godly authority here, first and foremost, not unrighteous authority, right? Watch this now, therefore. Ever resist the authority, to resist God. Remember, I said vengeance is God's. This is what I'm talking about. Uh <clears throat> therefore, whoever resist the authority, resist what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Well, what judgment should we incur upon those who about legal uh, illegal orsons, right? There's only one option here, right? Check this out: rulers are not a terror to good works, right? In other words, the sanctity of life, but to evil works. A tear to evil works. Got it? Do you wish to have no fear of a, of the authority? Then do what is good and you will have praise from him. So, in other words, don't commit abortions. Don't get an abortion. And you will have nothing to fear. Pretty bad, right? Now, let's talk about, once again, the government and the service, right? For he is a servant of God for your good. Now, here's a part that many people don't know about. But if you do what is evil, be afraid. For he does not, or for he does not bear the sword in vain, raises the uh, servant of God, an avenger to execute wrath upon him who practices it. This is what the Bible says. Yes, New Testament, new and better covenant and all. Amen. So how do we? How, how would this look practically in our lives? Then, right? Like I said, the death penalty. Right, maybe, maybe it may not be under the table, or or maybe it may not get um, put into law. But we, hey, shoot for the moon, right? Shoot for the moon. It may be uh, charged with manslaughter, maybe a life in prison. I, I don't know. I'm not saying what may may not happen, but that doesn't, that does not absolve us of the responsibility to shoot for the best, right? It's kind of like when we go and preach the gospel to somebody, right? in the hopes that they will receive the gospel message and receive Christ into their hearts. Right now, it doesn't always happen. In fact, the majority of times it doesn't happen, but that doesn't absolve us from going out there and spreading the gospel. So no, no different than that. This should not absolve us from going for the, for pushing for the death penalty for these type of heinous crimes. Right. This is God's penalty, the death penalty. now, I'm not talking about who's, who, those who have already had an abortion. Look, I know people personally, I've interviewed people about this, right? And they've repented. They're washed clean by the blood of Jesus. Praise God. Uh, one and done. They're, they're, they're praise God. They're redeemed. I'm not talking about past crimes. I'm talking about going forward now in the future. You know what? I, I believe to, yeah, exactly. At least prison time, at the very least. Yes, I agree. At the very least. At the very least. And I believe, by the way, that there should be a penalty for those who push. So in other words, a teenager gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. Sex out of wedlock. Then if their parents or boyfriend or whatever pushes for them to have an abortion, they should be as well prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. They should be prosecuted, right? It's called an accessory. They should be, they should be prosecuted as an accessory to murder. I'm not going light on this, all right? I'm not going to go light. I'm not going to waffle. If this offends you, so be it. I don't care, right? There's the door, right? Don't let don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you. That's my that's my like. I'm not here to please people. I'm not here. I'm not here to purposely offend anybody either. But I must speak the truth, and I cannot and will not compromise on the church. cannot and will not do you understand that will not right that's this this show is geared toward christians just like every preaching from the pulpit should be geared toward christians not the lost that's what i do i'm i'm trying to help disciple you it doesn't always feel good let me tell you what you know you read about the disciples right jesus wasn't always nice to them right sometimes you to say like Excuse me, harsh things to say to them, but that's okay. I'm not. I'm doing it from a place of love, because I love life. I love you. I love God. So because I love God, I'm supposed to love my neighbors. I love myself, which includes you out there are my neighbors, right? To include babies, my neighbors. Amen. Let's let's get the right mindset. Let's get the right mentality about the subject. Now, of course, what I'm telling you today is only a small piece of the pie. There are going to be others that speak on this subject and praise God for it. And they might have uh, similar solutions. They might put it in a different way. They might put it in a much better way than I have. Praise God for that. They may offer you up other types of solutions. And praise God. And then I urge you to go listen to his voices as well. Amen. I don't know exactly who's going to speak on what today. Probably Dr. Brown is most likely going to speak on this today. Um, if not Monday. Um, definitely listen to him. Okay. There are other voices that are going to speak on this. I don't know when. I don't know who. I'm sure Pastor Shane Eidelman is going to speak on this. Go listen to him. Eidelman. Uh, A-D-I-D-L-E-M-A-N. Uh, A-D, Okay, other voices. So, so let's listen to a plur- plurality. There's another solution I believe that I can offer you is uh, listen to a pl- plurality of God, godly and bold voices on this on the subject. All right, don't don't just listen to me. I'm I'm just one voice. All right, I got one small piece. All right, I don't know if I'm a foot or a hand or what, but you know, just a small right. So go. Listen, I listen to other voices. Amen? So, I hope that this gave you some practical solutions. I have this Holy Spirit moved through this through this show today. All right? No matter when you're watching it, by the way, or listening to it. And I hope it blesses you. Don't forget, like I said, please, please, uh, as the ticker is saying, like and share. And only subscribe to the YouTube channel, okay? I'm not going to waffle on things. All right, I'm going to do my best uh, always uh, to hopefully present a biblical view to you of things, uh, whatever that is in life, whether it's abortion, marriage, sex. Yeah, I'm not afraid to talk about sex. Don't worry about it. All right. I'm, it's not a dirty word to me. Um, whatever it may be, you know, prayer, fasting, things like that, whatever it is. Biblical worldview. all right? we have to be Christ-centered in everything we do, which means we must hold to a biblical worldview. Which means you must dig into your scriptures every single day. Don't skip out. Don't do it. All right, I'm trying to help you. I'm just look. These are this is Christianity one-on-one. Okay, they, they, look, I got an interview. I just interviewed a a guy yesterday. My new friend now. All right. He he. Uh, he's a founder of a ministry that goes into to to one of the most dangerous places on earth, northern Nigeria. All right. And and let me tell you what: as soon as you become a Christian, life is in danger. People over there do not skip out in their Bibles. They do you, you know that they offer Bibles in their native language? Right. I can't remember the name of what the Nigerians speak but they offer them bibles print bibles and also audio bibles in their language that they have and if they get caught with a bible of any kind that's it for them do you understand they lose everything right most likely they're going to get killed or somebody's going to try and kill them but they don't this is the word of god is so important to them that they have it regardless right they they may not leave their village, but the word of God is that important. Why isn't if, if it's not that important to you, you're already wrong. And this is Christianity Norm 101. All right. Now, I know I know it's my latest interview, and normally it would be uh, on the list down, 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 and it will probably air in July at some time, maybe even August at this point. I got a lot of interviews backed up. But I'm gonna air it Tuesday for you. Okay. I'm gonna air this this show for you Tuesday because it's too important, and not to look. The fight of faith is ripping up. Let me tell you what. Hell is not gonna treat Roe versus Wade being overturned lightly, but neither should we, right? This is how we fight our battle. I love that song. If I had the copyright, if I had a license to that song, I would be playing it right now. You know, this is how I fight my battles. Go listen to that song. I'm getting pumped up right now. It's like it's like for me. It's like like the Christian version of eye of the Tiger," right? Let's fight our battles on our knees in a prayer closet and worship. All right, that's where it starts. Right, remember we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, right? We're we're we're, we're fighting against what, right? Powers, principalities, uh princes of darkness and wickedness in high places but guess what greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world amen if God is for us who can be against us what shall separate us from the love of God nothing nothing amen get in the fight fight the good fight of faith like a good Christian soldier that you are fight the good fight of faith amen don't give up now. Just because the battle gets hot doesn't mean we give up. That means we press it all the more because there was a promise for us. Jesus said that the, the gates of hell will not prevail against his community, against his ecclesia. That's what he said when he spoke to Peter. The gates of hell should not prevail against you, you, me, everybody who's a born again believer, the ecclesia, the community. Right, if you don't know what, you know, let me tell you what. I know we we, we, we translated it as church. Let me give you a real quick biblical definition on this Greek word ekklesia, right? It's community. And in ecclesia, this is what they would do. When they gathered together, they gathered together because Caesar would come. And when Caesar came, they would gather together with one purpose alone, to proclaim Caesar as Lord. So Jesus, all he did, once again, he, re- he took it sanctified it, made it holy. And so now when we come together as an ecclesia, as a church, the only purpose that we have in life is to declare Jesus as Lord. Hallelujah. All right. So I just gave you some uh, quick hermeneutical lessons here on the meaning of church. One purpose alone. Are you willing to gather together? To declare Jesus is Lord. Are you willing to do that? Then the gates of hell shall never prevail. Right? Read the book of Revelation and they overcame by what? The blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, but we often skip over the blood of the lamb part. We overcame because Christ has over Christ's blood has overcame sin in our lives. And now we can proclaim that whom the Son says free is free indeed, right? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what, liberty. There is freedom. Let's proclaim that freedom for what? Freedom from sin, right? Freedom from from murder, from having a murderous heart. We can't waffle on this. Press in, Christian soldier. Take up your sword of the spirit. Use it. Proclaim the good news. Stop stop hanging out in the four walls of a church. That's not where you spread the good news at. Church is not meant for that. Spread the good news out there. Where's out there wherever you are. Do not be ashamed of the gospel. Amen. The gospel of Christ to set men free to redeem a dirty, rotten, scoundrel sinner like me and give me new life. To take me, me I'm talking about here, speaking to you from death into life. I was dead in my sin, dead in my trespasses, but Christ, but Christ, So what shall we say about abortion then? But Christ. Abortion is legal. But Christ. People will commit abortion. But Christ. But Christ. Remember. It's the Lord who goes before us. It's the Lord who fights our battles for us. Remember that. Fight with victory in mind. Sure, things may not go as we want it to go, but one day, someday it will, when Christ returns and redeems this rotten world. Even as we groan for his return, he will return. So press in. Don't give up. Your redemption draws nigh. Don't give up. Fight the good fight of faith, amen? Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Because you can. Because Christ is in you. Amen. Woo. Woo. Got fired up, man. I got all anointed by myself. It's a joke. It's a joke. All right. Anyway, then. Don't forget to like and share. Don't forget. Real quick, as I close out the show. uh, Don't forget, if you would like to support there are three ways you can do it. It's in they're, they're in the description, right? Uh, the, the what's scrolling in the bottom. It's also in the, the links are in the description, but it's put it on the screen to scroll um, for you. So, uh, so hey, this is a blessing to you. Like I said, would you consider a blessing back? Um, I like I said, I want to do this for free always. Every, every all piece of content, no matter what I put out, all right, free for you. That's why I don't do subscriptions. I could do that on, on the auto podcast, but I don't and I won't. But it's not free for me to do. Okay, okay, comes at a cost. So any amount will be uh, greatly appreciated. So I appreciate everybody watching this. It doesn't matter when you're watching this, all right, uh, now or later. Um, but I thank you for 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 watching this subject. It is it is an, too important not to talk about. So remember that, preachers, preach on Sunday, preach life, preach against death, preach against abortion on Sunday. All right. If you don't know what message. It's gonna be preached on Sunday, or maybe maybe your pastor's going through a sermon series. Tell him to pump the brakes, all right? Pump the brakes, pastor. Let's let, let all right. Let's preach on abortion. Let's preach against that. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you all later.